0: Hello again and welcome back to the Hook with James and David. I'm James, and I'm David. How's it going, everybody? We appreciate you coming back to us. I know so, we do probably have some hardcore fans. You know, they probably got T-shirts made up and everything. Yeah, especially with this face on it. You know, and uh, the the new symbol, the new title card. What what would you call that that i that I made? I made it on my old phone that had a pen. Wow. Yeah. Um,
1: I would say banner,
0: banner, yeah, yeah. And well, not, and not Bruce Banner. No, nah, no, nah, nah. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah. Uh, I made that banner because I wanted. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really like the picture of us at the Hawkeye game doing duck face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, but I, oh my god, guys, uh, we're doing the duck. <laughs> we stuff. are
0: at a football game right now, and these
1: men. are... Betty. <laughs> <laughs> they look so good in their pants. Ooh, he's touching the ball.
0: <laughs> yeah, ball team.
1: But anyway,
0: I just thought, I, I've always had the idea of, of making some kind of logo or, you know, uh, banner or whatever for us, but uh, you guys can check it out on the Facebook page that I just made uh, for us. That way, you guys can actually talk to us, because, you know first episode we talked about you know communication and talking with our fans or whoever's reading or listening reading 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 Uh, you know for the people who can't hear they're doing all this in subtitles anyway
1: (laughs) maybe like maybe maybe they're listening to um, people that help them with understanding what's going on maybe yeah you know those those people who are like
0: how do you boil an egg (laughs) you know (laughs) Hey, hey, I'm still in that group, okay? <laughs> Every year, it's knowledge that just gets pushed out. Every year, after I after Thanksgiving, it just, it's gone. I don't know what the fucking egg is and how to boil it
1: and water. Like, nothing. Do you need a common sense class? I, no, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> does we home do ec- need that. Does home ec need to be present in your life? Oh, God, we need to...
0: That's another episode. We need to talk about school. Anyway, um... So, this time, we're talking about holidays. The holidays. And by the holidays, there are more than one. Did you know that? I mean, everybody probably knows about Hanukkah for Jewish people and Kwanzaa for, uh, you know, Africa and stuff. I'm sorry, I don't know a whole lot about it. But I do actually know that Kwanzaa literally means first fruits. Something that they would celebrate as their crops were coming in.
1: That's interesting because we also celebrate our first harvest.
0: Hey. But it's for farmers. But it's not in December. Well, not usually. I mean sometimes, but No. Not usually. No.
1: <laughs> it's usually it's usually whenever we're you see the corn growing. Right. It's like, oh my God, we're getting well, this, corn, we're getting This corn year it was late.
0: <laughs> late as hell, dude. Like snow fell on crops and it was just like, I've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, there are more than just those ones that I just talked about, you know, and everybody knows Christmas, obviously. You know, the one that's been bastardized from its original meaning forever ago. And by forever ago, I mean like, what, 40 years now? Yeah. It's been just getting worse and worse and worse.
1: I'm sorry, people, but Christmas is a pagan holiday.
0: Ah, uh, That's true. Oh, man. I should have looked that up for like actual specifics. It is, though. I know that for sure. I, I don't know specifics, though. It's great, though. But anyway, the other holidays I looked up and found, um, which, oddly enough, I'm going to start with another Christian one, is Three Kings Day. Don't know that one.
1: Nah, I'm good. I I don't (laughs) think I want to know
0: that one. Yeah, I don't need any more Christian holidays. (laughs) Uh, The Winter Solstice, which everyone really uh, kind of participates in that. Not really, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not pinned down to any one religion or anything. In fact, probably pagans more than anything. Uh, But, uh, you know, if you don't know, it's the shortest day of the year, uh, as opposed to the summer solstice, which is the longest day of the year. Uh, And then there's St. Lucia Day, which is celebrated in Sweden. And a St. Nicholas Day, which is just celebrated kind of in Europe. and uh, And then New Year.
1: Which is everyone.
0: So, yeah, I was going to say. Except every- the Chinese. They have their own shit. That's true. They got their own calendar and everything filled with animals. I'm
1: a snake.
0: I'm a <laughs> rabbit. No, wait. Am I a rabbit? I thought I was a cock.
1: I think I'm a rabbit. I'm pretty sure I'm a rabbit. Okay, anyway. <laughs> do, you really, 80... do you really think you need to use the word cock on here? Hey,
0: no, that's what they call it. Okay? It's not a rooster. It's a cock. Okay. <laughs> And I'm using it in that context. I'm not referring to the other thing. In which case, it'd be a see. I blanked that because I don't want to say that word in that context. That is a dirty word. I don't know how it got so dirty, but it is dirty. You turned a beautiful thing
1: that, into a dirty thing.
0: Especially with that hard K at the end, you know. Anyway, um, so we're like I like I was saying. The last episode we weren't we we didn't we had no clue what we were going to talk about. We just kind of hit I kind of hit a wall. I mean, we could talk about anything really. And the thought had even dawned on me that maybe maybe we shouldn't title each episode. Maybe some of them should just be shits and giggles, you know? Us just talking.
1: More emphasis on shit and more giggles.
0: Right, exactly. But it just kind of hit me, you know, uh I'm at work and someone started playing some Christmas music and Honestly, I'm okay with Christmas music as long as it's December. <laughs> like, I don't want to hear Christmas music before December. December is the only month that you can just blast that shit.
1: Yeah, but as soon as as soon as like Halloween is over, boom, we're we're right into right? Christmas music. Yep. You already know that. Exactly. Anytime that you go to go to Walmart or go to some convenience store, they're already playing fucking Christmas music. It's like And they've just eighty six that Halloween aisle and
0: just started putting up tinsel and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. It's they it's they get they get started is. earlier and earlier. I swear we're going to be celebrating 2021 Christmas in 2020. So. <laughs> which, <laughs> what do you mean? We do that already. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, you know, as far as the holidays go, um, I have only a couple statistics. This is the only, like, part of this that is going to have rigid planning. I have this written down on my notebook. Anyway. Uh. The average American, how much do you think they spend on Christmas? Just just per person?
1: per person? Yeah. Um, American. Is this, is this by family size? Just I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just the average American spends. I um, want to
1: say about 1500,
0: 1500. Now, if I didn't have this statistic in front of me and being completely biased, I probably would have agreed with you, or somewhere around 1,000. But it's actually $700. But that's still way too fucking much for me, man. Like, I'm paying 50 bucks at most for Christmas.
1: Even for Tori?
0: And that's... Yeah. That's because <laughs> I, I won't get Christmas gifts. I don't believe in setting aside one day to get gifts. Besides that, Christmas isn't about gifts. And that's part of the reason why I had a very hard time with Christmas forever. Was that I saw people literally going into debt to get gifts. And it's like, that's not how you get a gift for somebody. That's, you're you you you're walking around and you see something that reminds you of somebody. That's a gift. You get that, you give it to the person. Doesn't matter what fucking time of the year it is. That's the best gift to get and give. But Christmas is just pressuring a bunch of people to go to the store, spend money they don't have on people that don't need those things, you know? Uh when uh, when I was younger, I went over to my sister's house, who had a child, just a single child. And she takes me into her back room and shows me this room full of gifts. And I'm not exaggerating. There was literally presents on the bed, on the floor, in the closet. This This little child, my niece, had like 80 some odd gifts that were all wrapped. I mean, that's I can't believe she went through all that trouble to wrap all that stuff. But aside from that, the fact that she spent that much money on whatever all that was. Like that's just overkill. Now that kid thinks that that's what Christmas is. Me getting a room full of
1: presents. That's absurd.
0: For one kid one kid I that's under, just
1: crazy i could understand if it was like a you know a herd of kids
0: yeah or like an orphanage you know maybe yeah. you know kids that don't have anything you know hey yeah go in there
1: pick out a gift they're all gender neutral speaking of that it's always good to donate to kids that are in foster care or even in orphanages I just wanted to point that out because you know there's a lot of kids that are celebrating the holidays with other kids that don't that aren't necessarily have, with families. Yeah. So if you can give to to uh, orphanages or foster care or whatever, you know I do highly encourage that.
0: Right, and that doesn't mean you have to go out and buy a gift. They, they, you know, you can just donate secondhand stuff. Like if your kid's not playing with something anymore, donate it. I'm sure there's another kid out there that's gonna play with that you know, at least for a week, you know, but anyway, um, uh, they, they do stuff like that over at Dollar Tree too. You can just purchase a gift. They put it in a little donation thing. I don't know exactly how that works. I don't know if it actually goes. That's part of the reason why I try not to donate too much. Cause I don't know exactly where my donation's going. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, the bell ringers. I don't know. I don't know about that. I am very sketchy on those guys. Well, I've I've also like, heard really bad things about the Red Cross. Isn't that what that was that's for, yeah. right? The Red Cross. I've heard that, that that like all the stuff that goes into them, all the donations, only a percent goes to the actual thing that you're trying to donate to. And I think that's bullshit. If I'm giving you money, I want a hundred percent of that to go to
1: where I think well, it's well, going. They're, where they're also paying the bell ringers for that, with that money too. Well,
0: and that's a thing. I'm sorry. Like if you're a bell ringer, I'm not I'm not getting paid. If I if I, I'm volunteering to I if 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 I'm going into it thinking, okay, I'm going to be a bell ringer. I'm going to try to get people to donate to this cause that I believe in. That's the only way I'd actually apply for that job. Yeah. Cuz fuck this weather <laughs> and standing out in this for Anywhere longer than five minutes at a time, but... And they don't
1: even stand out outside. No, like, I've they, seen
0: some terrible bell ringers, man. I've seen people just sit inside. They don't even ring the bell. They just stay inside
1: the whole time. Yeah, like, I can understand if it's really, really harsh weather and where it's like, you know, to the point where my I won't be able to see my balls till fucking midsummer, you know... I can understand that, but if it's like, like maybe like thirty-nine, like forty degrees. Today was nice. Yeah, like get your ass outside, ring right. that fucking bell. That's mm-hmm. what you're there for. Right. You need to increase that donation, man.
0: This, all this stuff is going to a good cause, right? You better better, better good yeah. Cause that. You know,
1: you know what? You know what? Really make it interesting. Those guys just started doing like strip teases while outside. That'd be that. Why? Why have
0: they not done that in like warmer climates? Like you go down to Florida, the bell ringer is an ex stripper or something stripping on the pole. Hey,
1: equal, the, equal opportunity. You uh, yeah, know.
0: you're right. That's right. Some dude on there too is like, "What's up?" This is going to a good cause as swaying occurs down below. <laughs> it's like, look at that. It's got a hat on it and everything. <laughs> And it it even, a dollar. <laughs> and it even
1: says ho, ho, ho. ho, ho. <laughs> oh, my God. God. So, I, w- I also wanted to um, point this out. Um, I actually looked up the pagan Christmas. Um, oh, yay. Thank you. So, um, pagan or non-Christian holiday. Get that. Non-Christian. Non-Christian. Um, traditions show up in this beloved winter holiday. A con... Consequence of early church leaders meddling Jesus nativity celebration with pre-existing wi- mid festivals. Since then, Christmas traditions have warped over time, arriving at their current state a little more than a century ago. So essentially, the tradition was to celebrate Jesus's birthday. It wasn't. It wasn't about gift giving. It was about celebrating. Um, celebrating a man that was um closer to God than most people. Well, the gift part, that was the three wise men,
0: wasn't it? Like they they all
1: had they had, oh fuck, I cannot remember what it was. Remember it, one of
0: those things is a weird thing.
1: It was it was basically it was basically how that how the Stank. presents came into play was was kind of like how you do a secret santa. Like one person would gift another person something and then another person would gift another person something and you know, vice versa. It was never, "Oh, I'm going to buy a buy a bunch of gifts and give it to one specific person just because I care about them you know it was all about like giving giving when you can well besides that I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and positively say that back then when
0: they were doing this it was shit you needed it wasn't a fucking brand new tv you know right. it wasn't entertainment purposes it was here man here's some food I know you don't have any food or, or here, here's, here's some clothes. clothes. Yeah, or here, have my goat. You know, <laughs> I've got ten goats. Here, you have a goat. Get some goat's
1: milk. You're going to be happy with this goat, you know? like <laughs> the, the, It's kind of like the equivalent of buying a car. Like, the, here, you could take it for a test <laughs> drive and see how it does. If it shit's in your bed, kick <laughs> that fucker out.
0: You the gift-giving gift experience back then was so much more, I would call, humble. Yeah. You know, uh, than now where it's just purely shallow and topical you know it's just like i and besides that for the kids alone they're not learning anything from this
1: no they're just learning oh oh, i can't wait till christmas comes because then i get a bunch of new toys but that's they're never gonna play with
0: right and if they do they only play for it with like you know for like a week week. you know um but that's not to say that there aren't families out there that celebrate christmas the right way actually let me go ahead and retract that there really, really is no right way to celebrate Christmas but it just is so gross what has happened as far as those people that are stressing themselves out going into debt like I said before just to get a present you know if if I knew for a fact that you were going to get me a gift or something and I knew that it was extremely well out of your price range and you fucking like I don't know took out a loan got a credit card or whatever and got me this gift I wouldn't feel right accepting that gift I really wouldn't. Right. I wouldn't want it. Really, I'd be like, "No, dude, take this shit back, and pay your rent."
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> honestly, like, like if I if I ever do give gifts, like it's gonna be what I think you need, or you know, like for instance, like my daughter, she needs clothes more than she needs toys, mm-hmm. and so I have pretty much put a hiatus on her toys this year for for gift giving. And, um, I'm going to focus more on her clothes because she's like a tree just growing the hell out of them. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't love her. I love my daughter more than anything ever, but I'm also focusing on what she actually needs at this time. And that's the other thing. You said it right there. The fact that parents
0: somehow equate more gifts or pricier gifts to love like amount of love it's like buying a diamond ring for an engagement oh i spent fifteen thousand dollars on this ring oh my god he loves me so much don't fuck you don't get me
1: fucking started on that
0: yeah well i'm just saying that's the that's the parallel i'll draw to that you know a kid is gonna grow up thinking the more gifts the more they love me my parents love me because i got this many gifts i got this xbox one s super
1: duper whatever you and know. it came with all these games. It came with all these controllers, accessories. Yeah. Fuck that.
0: Right. And besides that, when they go to school and they brag about that, some other kid who, for whatever reason, doesn't know any better, thinks that their parents don't love them because they didn't get the same thing. Yeah. And that's that's now, not the Christmas spirit. And I realized that that's like, okay, well, I'm not responsible for someone else's kids, you know, or, or someone else. But in a way, just kind of keep that in mind, you know. If you're gonna go all out, make it mean something, I guess.
1: You make know. That, I'm sorry to say this, but make that little bastard earn that shit. Like, oh no shit! Reward if, the behavior. If that kid's been a crap kid and you've been counting to ten for fucking
0: three de- or, you know, three years now, and that kid you always get to nine and never get to ten because you know the kid's still acting up and you don't want to back up your count to ten. I've seen that so many times. Like, I want to see what happens. What what happens to ten? Let's let's hear this. Yeah. And all I hear is nine. Nine. Jeffrey, I said Jeffrey. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's ten? I want to know what happened to ten. What happens at ten?
1: <laughs> or like the times that most people walk into a Walmart and hear a kid screaming at the top of her lungs. Take that kid out from the legs. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: sweep <laughs> kick the legs. <laughs> If she hovers in midair, you know it's not natural. (laughs)
1: Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the type of guy that's condoning abuse. No, no. But the thing is that some of these kids are out of control with how things are being perceived. And I, like, honestly, my daughter knows better than to act up with me when she's in the store. Because she knows that daddy doesn't have enough money to buy her whatever she wants when she wants it and stuff like that. And she also knows that, like, I just don't put up with it. Right. You know, Um but... That's good that, that does knows that. that it, yeah, and it doesn't mean that I don't love her if I don't buy her something. No, you exactly. know, that should never be a condition of love. No. Is buying somebody the most expensive gift or giving them as many presents as humanly possible. See? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. And, I'm sorry. And people that, that think, oh, well, if I buy my kid, like, the most expensive phone or... The, the stuff that's in right now or name brand clothes and stuff then they'll love me back no, it's unconditional love between a parent and their kid right, yeah they, that's, you, you just described conditional
0: love which is not something that you want anybody to learn because that's that's the terrible form of love conditional love, no, fuck that no, you want unconditional love like you said but uh, I, I, well, I was going to say I have a really bad story um, it was a click moment for me, too. Um, it was kind of like a self-taught lesson about the value of a gift and what it means and whatnot. So when I was a kid, we went up to Waterloo or something for a family thanks. most of our family's in Waterloo. And on our way back, uh, Mom had let me open up one of the gifts. And I was in the back seat. She's driving and whatnot. And I opened it up, and it's a miniature pool set. Okay. And it's in styrofoam. And you tried I, playing with it. In the no, car no, no, no. Honestly, <laughs> it was it was cheaply made. That's just being honest. Right. But I actually said that to my mom. I said, "Wow, this looks cheap," and I didn't get it. Like I didn't get how much I probably hurt my mom at that point with that comment. Yeah. Until you know a little bit later. Uh, especially when my brother's nudging me, like, "Yo, what the? F-, you know, just shut the fuck up." And I didn't, I didn't understand it at first. I didn't understand what I had said because I didn't, I didn't think, I wasn't thinking. Oh, my mom doesn't love me because this is a cheap, you know, thing. I didn't think that at all. I was just like, "Wow, this looks cheap." I was just being observational, but at the same time, it was like. I I still got a mini pool set. I remember playing on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was it was tiny. It was whew, man. I tell you what, if you can play good on that, you can play good at real pool. Yeah. I'll tell you. But um that was just it was a click moment too. And every time I think of, you know, ungrateful kids, I think back to myself and that moment and I'm like, "Oh god." Uh but the the important thing is I learned from that. I'm no longer that way, and I right. definitely don't feel that way anymore.
1: Yeah, like I don't I don't ever expect my mom to get me like the the best toys on the lot or expect my mom to, you know, because back then when you're growing up with a, okay. s- a single mom of um three kids, you know, you already know that money's going to be tight. You already know that, you know, the the demand for for whatever Christmas presents you get is going to be, you know, not not ignored, but it's just going to be really hard for her for her to come up with that demand because, you know, we're getting older, we're growing out of toys, you know, you just want the new, most exciting thing. But like growing up, like it was more or less like I, I stopped caring about what I was going to get for Christmas and just wanted to be part of the family. Right. And just wanting to be, be part, be one of those things like where the family's just together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, granted, um, me and my brother and sister were, we're no longer talking due to circumstances between us, which I won't get into, you know, um, it was more or less of celebrating my mom (coughs) for, like, how hard she's worked as being a single mother taking care of three kids because that is not easy whatsoever. I bet not. It is extremely hard. And, you know, I tip my hat to my mom for not wanting to fucking MacGyver both of us. (laughs) You know, like, I'm just surprised that she hasn't fucking... Put a nail through all of our heads, you know, for how shitty we've acted towards her in, in our past. Well,
0: and that, like, and just that right there, that, that kind of harkens back to there's no <coughs> wrong way to celebrate Christmas. You know, for you, it's being with your family and appreciating your mom and just that whole thing. And just kind of a family thing. For me, I'm Christmas is just hit or miss. Sometimes, Sometimes I'm kind of in a, a holiday festive mood. Most times I'm not. I, I don't I don't even recognize it. It's just another day. And it, as far as work goes, it was just another day to go in and prep some stuff. Yeah. You know, with no hassle of uh, customers. <laughs> but, I don't know, Christmas for me is... Uh, it's like... I want to be a part of it, but I feel like I'm being hypocritical. You know? Because I, I just don't believe in it anymore. Yeah. not Not like Santa Claus or anything like that. It's just... It's it's become disturbing.
1: It's been such a diluted it's been holiday. it so it's
0: just... commercialized and everything, and there's just so much money being made. Which, by the way, if you average or if you put all that average American money together, that's four hundred and sixty-five billion dollars, just U.S. Just U.S. Now, I would probably say that that's probably the highest number in the world because Americans are gluttonous creatures, <laughs> 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 and. <laughs> And, uh, you know, everywhere else, I'm sure it's not that bad. Maybe maybe China. Maybe maybe Europe, too. Maybe. Because those guys are, I don't know, as close to Americans without being gluttonous. I guess. Yes. I don't know. Maybe How you want to say that? But <laughs> it's just this, this giant economy of money and just there's so much of it. And it's all going
1: to... I, bad reasons it's going to corporates people like you gotta think about it most of your money is going to corporates Mm -hmm. like corporations that are that are basically thriving on all this cash like i'm not i'm not saying that i'm anti-corporate you know whatever the bullshit may be like that's just politics to me but you know when you think about what you're buying and when you think about where you're getting your stuff from it's all an extension from corporate you know, whether you're buying off of online or buying from, you know, Amazon or going to a store, it's all still going to corporate. Right. Um. So for instance, like, like I'm, I'm actually thinking about doing this instead of, instead of actually buying like gifts, like I'm actually going to like, you know, go, go to like a flea market or go to someplace, you know, like crowded closet or Stuff. Dude,
0: artifacts in Iowa City, downtown, right across from the Bluebird Diner. That place is fucking awesome. They've got... I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of their stuff is, like, old school. Like, it's it's kind of like... The, the 21st century marveling at the century before it, you know, yeah. and just like, oh, my God, one of these that, whoa, I'm, the, you know, I, my grandpa used to told me about these, you know, like they've got a lot of that stuff, but some of it is really fucking cool, yeah. you know, um, and I'm, I'm always fascinated with that stuff because it's like, man, look at how fucking far we have come. Like this is how we used to do this. Yeah, you never know,
1: you might find a <laughs> might find a Walkman in there or something like Oh
0: man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> a Walkman with just a suitcase full of, you know, cassettes and stuff. That'd be awesome actually. Really cool. But anyway, yeah, no, I I agree um uh, as far as, you know, going kind of like either secondhand or either, you know, uh like a mom and pop. That's the only way I can really describe right. that. You know, something that's not not controlled by some greedy corporation. You know, just these people that are trying to make an honest living. Now, I say that with just a little grain of salt, okay? I can't always afford those prices. Right. Because when you go to the mom and pops, they can't... There's no way that they can make their product as cheap as you can get it at, like, Walmart or something like that. Right. Which sucks because if you're a broke-ass bitch, like... Most people, <laughs> you know, it kind of leaves you with no option. But I tell you what, on your splurge days, when you get paid days, you know, or I just got a settlement days and you're fanning yourself with $100 bills, don't put that into Walmart. Don't put it into Amazon. Go find that shit. Just go and find it at, a you know, a local store or something. And I guarantee you, you'll feel so much better about it because you know that that $500 that you're spending... At that person, you know, it's not going to people who are already fucking billionaires. It's you going know? to
1: the people that actually work at that place. right?
0: In fact, you're probably helping those people celebrate their holidays. You know, in yeah. a manner that's not, here's a piece of bread, Timmy. <laughs> I hope you like it. If you soak it in water, it'll fill you up more. I'm just saying, though. Uh, it is hard to to spend, you know, the extra... Twenty percent, let's just say, um, at at local places, but in the long run, it can do a lot of damage, let's just say,
1: to corporations.
0: But you'd have to get everybody to do it, yeah. And that's the hardest part.
1: And that that's the thing is, like, you know, I I think Christopher Titus said it pretty good, um, that if we all were to get on the same page and just shut this entire country down for one day. That would literally cause the corporations to lose billions. Oh, yeah. I You know,
0: I, I've had, I had that thought just a, a few minutes ago about, like, Black Friday. Imagine, imagine if you could get everybody to not do anything on Black Friday. You'd have all of these businesses that lowered all their prices and everything and have all of this extra stock of something, and then nobody comes and gets it. And then just just imagine the trickle, like the snowball effect of that, okay? First, fuck, what are we gonna do with all this stuff? We have no warehouse space. We filled up the lanes that people walk down in our store with this stuff. What are we gonna do with it? Management's like, fuck, what do I do? Call corporate. What are we gonna do with this stuff? You gotta sell it. It's like, where are we gonna put it though? Just keep it in your lanes. Alright, a few days later, people are coming in and getting their regular stuff and i don't know they probably won't even have that stuff
1: still on sale maybe you might extend the sale that might be a plus about doing it or or here's another here's another idea they might even sell it even cheaper mm. because they need to get rid of that stuff there you go and then they take a
0: huge hit of the profit margin so that's that big screen tv that sells for $600 they're selling it for 350 is now 150 and now it's like so far below their profit how much they actually paid for that tv that they're taking such a massive hit. Oh man, I'm smiling
1: too hard for this. But um, it's just it's just the idea that people understand <coughs> the economics of waiting or like just saying, "Hey, I'm not going to pay for this big ti- big ticket price for this item." And if everybody were to get on board with this, not only would the corporations take a big hit but when they realize what's going on and realize that people are not going to buy these items at the at the price that they're wanting to sell it at you know you basically have them I'm going to say it you have them by the balls like you basically have them by the balls you you let them know like hey we are people we determine what we're going to pay our price at that's how trading is done uh, you that's know true.
0: bartering because people when used you used to do that
1: when you when you barter, you get a good deal on something that you actually are going to use. <laughs> Could you imagine the very
0: first person who was like, I'm not going to barter. And everybody, all the barters around him are like, what do you, what do you mean? You're, you're not going to haggle? Like, you're not going to let the people? You're not going to like, negotiate? No, I'm going to set a price. If they want it, they can take it. If they don't, they, 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 they don't. But your prices are high. And it's like, I got the best products. It's like,
1: wow, oh, shit. He's got a good point. But just because just because he says he has the best product doesn't necessarily mean he has... That's
0: true, but that's what everybody... When you're selling anything, you have to say that you have the best. Otherwise, no one wants your shit. Exactly. <laughs>
1: you know. And, and that's the thing that you guys also have to understand, is that just because it has the title of the best stuff... The best. It doesn't necessarily mean it is the best. The nation's most bestest. Because like for instance, I will say this, and I'm not I'm not knocking on Dr. Dre or anything, but Beats headphones, dude, I, I found a pair of Vivitar headphones when they first came out in Walmart that they were selling for twenty bucks. I bought a pair of those and I'll take those pair over Beats any day. I, I just I'm not so
0: auditorial I know I just made up a word inclined to where I can hear a major difference between a $300 pair of headphones and a $10 pair of headphones. Because there is no difference. Like, uh, you know, I I, okay, I, can hear a little bit. The clarity is a little, you know, different. But not enough for me to fork over another $200, $300. Like, it's like shoes, you know. I've never been one to invest too much money in shoes. But... You know, I and I've, I've heard, well, you pay $100 now. You don't have to pay it for another year. It's like, I mean, I can get a year's worth of, of work out of some $10 shoes. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also not stomping in mud or doing anything, you know, super hardcore in it. I'm just walking.
1: <laughs> but, but you also have to consider, um, if you only have one pair of $10 shoes, like that's where you're going to end up losing most of your money is because you only have that one pair. Now, if well, you were to buy two separate pairs and use one for just casual, and one for work, then you extend your money a little more, because that casual pair may not be getting used as much when you, versus your working pair, or vice versa. Because, you know, me, I have, I want to say I have four pairs of shoes. I have a pair of work boots, I have a pair of um, work shoes, and I have two pairs of casual shoes. And the reason why that is, is because most of the jobs I end up doing are either industrial or food or it or has something to do with food. And so, I don't like my feet getting wet. So, I use, I use, whenever it's a rainy day, I use my boots. Because they keep my feet dry. They keep my feet comfortable. And if I end up kicking something by, <laughs> by
0: accident. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're all like, Today it's going to be one of them days. Give me
1: my kicking shoes. We're going <laughs> to kick something. I don't care what it is. Fuck you, squirrel. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if uh, if something were to happen where <laughs> something were to drop on my foot, God. like, I, I would want some protection for my feet. I, and <laughs> and honey, <laughs> honey, we're going
0: to your daughter's uh, uh, dance recitals. Like, but I got my kicking shoes. All right, I'll kick a kid if I have to. <laughs> Luckily, I haven't had to worry about that. See? Just just chorus recitals. <laughs> my, my shoe situation is I got a pair of work shoes. They're non-slips. I've had those since I worked at Pizza Hut. And I just kind of made my... I, I just had those non-slips for for work. Well, I'm still in food, so they come in handy, you know, especially in the dish area. But anyway, I have my work shoes. And then I have my decent shoes, which I will wear, you know, casually when I go out when I'm not working. And then I have the shoe... That is kind of falling apart or whatever. It used to be my go out and do whatever not at work shoe. But that's how I keep the rotation going. So as soon as I have to buy another pair of shoes, my... I don't give a flying fuck. I just need to put something on my feet so I'm not walking out into the cold and my feet get cold. Or they get wet or anything like that. You know, when, say, the dogs get caught, stuck, you know... the well, fuck, fuck you, dogs! <laughs> anyway... <laughs> You know, just something quick that I can slip on. I'll I'll eventually just knot those. You know, I won't even actually tie them. Just something I can slip on. That's my shoe situation.
1: Or and if then I you have, have, or if you have hardwood floors. Oh, and you know. it's cold in here. That's true. I'm I'm feeling pretty good in here though, right now. But I'm just saying, like you could you could also buy slippers. But I do want to get some slippers.
0: I want to get those ones that are big monster feet. Like. Goes goes with the onesie? Kind of looks like Sully's foot, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we're digressing hardcore. We're we're trying to talk about holidays. We got into work, corporations and everything. I mean... uh, Well, we're talking about
1: Black Friday because that's technically part of a holiday.
0: And that is. It's actually just as big, if not bigger, than Christmas itself at this point. And Black Friday is being celebrated earlier and earlier and earlier, you know? If we go on this track in 2050, let's just say, we're going to be celebrating Black Friday in October. Like, we're going to have deals that start in October. Because just this year, and, you know, I hate to say that I was a part of a Black Friday, but this year, it was on Thanksgiving at 6 p.m.
1: Which is horseshit. It is. Because that's where you're spending most of your time with your family.
0: Well, right. But in our case, we celebrated it a week early. So, yeah. Anyway, um, and that's the beauty about the holidays. You don't have to celebrate them on that day. In fact, if you ask for the day off that you're going to celebrate it, you'll automatically get the Christmas day off to do whatever you want. That's kind of how I felt about Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, yeah, at 6 o'clock I went and I got Diablo 3 for 25 bucks.
1: You know how Which much it we'll is go, right now? We'll go into that later. Oh, yeah. that's
0: Yeah, definitely. But uh, you know how much it is now? 50 bucks. Yeah. Save fifty percent on the game. It's got everything too. Then again, you know when it gets re-released on another system, okay. it's gonna have everything. Let me ask you
1: this: Where did you get it from? I told you Walmart. Walmart? Then you overpaid. Twenty five dollars? Yeah. I couldn't
0: find it anywhere online for cheaper than twenty five. Well, the reason
1: why I say that is because you overpaid because on Xbox it's only thirty bucks. How is that overpaying? I paid twenty five because well I mean like the markup for it now is $50 right Oh well yeah but I didn't pay $50 I paid 25
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> And that's
0: that's yeah that's that's what I got And out to be
1: of honest the only reason why he got Diablo 3 was because of our gaming platform that that we ended up having for the episode Yeah cuz he got right back into Diablo right after Well that, that and just the idea
0: cuz when I start playing that game I get into it and then like I, oh shit it's Two o'clock in the morning. I started playing at four o'clock
1: in the two days ago.
0: Um, <laughs> but the idea that I could play it on my switch anywhere at any time—oh man, that was a big bonus. And I really like that. I mean, well as long as my battery lasts. Anyway, <laughs> with with all of that um, behind us now, <laughs> hopefully, um, we in the last episode. We talked about depression and whatnot. And one of the forms of depression was winter depression. Or seasonal,
1: was it? It was winter depression. Yeah.
0: And, you know, it's... The form it takes... And this is just kind of us talking a little bit more about that. As far as the holidays go is... Broke parents. Those guys are going to get depressed. Lonely people... Just in general, like, I, I don't I don't have family. I moved away or they disowned me or anything like that. They're going to be depressed because they got nobody getting them stuff or they have, you know, nobody to give stuff to.
1: Or um, or for some of you people that are going through a midlife crisis where either you've had significant or either you had a spouse pass away or somebody that was really close to you that passed away that you, you used to sell or celebrate um, Christmas together, you know that that could also be part of the the whole depression process. Is that you don't get to spend that Christmas with that person anymore because they had, they're recent, they have des, deceased or are no longer living. Right, and the thing
0: also is, um, you know, when you think about the holidays, it's all good. You know, it's like a Facebook page of the perfect couple. Oh my God, they're they're you know vacationing in, in Maui and whatnot. Oh, my God, they're swimming with dolphins and whatnot. That's just what they want to show you. That doesn't necessarily you know? mean that they're happy. And so when you start comparing what's happening to you to what everybody else is, that'll also just intensify your depression. You know, when you're watching TV and a commercial comes on, it's very happy family or a very happy couple or whatever. You know, anybody who's super happy happy people
1: will depress,
0: depressed people. It's, it's kind of a double edged sword.
1: It, It doesn't necessarily give, give you guys the inspiration because when you like, when you think about it, like if you come from a family that, you know, is somewhat broken, I'm not saying all families are perfect. I'm not saying that all families are just shit. I'm just saying like, when you come from a background where, you know, you don't have that, you don't have like that togetherness with your certain family members. You know, it has a tendency to work it work it through your mind of, like, well, you know, I see all these great Christmas movies, you know, where, oh, my God, this guy met this girl, you know, and she turns out to be, like, this really nice chick and that they end up getting married and, like, they're so happy. They're spending time with each other or this guy, you know, his wife died and, like, all of a sudden, like, this lady comes into his life and is, like this miraculous woman and accepts his kid for who, you know, that just, that, I'm sorry, but it's, it's all Hallmark. It's yeah. It's all, it, it's all in the
0: movies. And, and like I was saying, that's just, that's how <coughs> it's, it's kind of a marketing deploy, uh, ploy, you know? Yeah. It, it's, um, it's a bullshit deploy. It's kind of a way to boost sales just in everything in general. It's like the holidays, they're not, they're not sad. It's not bad weather. It's, it's warm weather. It's together, weather. it's happy and whatever, but when people aren't happy, for any reason, they start to question why, and it just snowballs hardcore, and it becomes this much darker entity
1: that just kind of takes
0: over you. Yeah,
1: and and that's the that's the whole issue with with uh, people that you know whether you know if it's something that had that had happened to them during that time, and like it just so happens to be around that Christmas time or whatever, you know most of the holidays that we, we, you know, look towards, you know, either you had like a, you know, even if some people had like a mediocre childhood, like where there were some laughs and then there were some cries, you know, stuff like that. Regardless of that, most of the people that, that grew up as a kid, like it was all about family. Mm. Now that it's evolved, most of the holidays that have evolved, It's more about gift giving. It's more about like this. It's more about that. You know, not so many parents, not so many family members spend that much time together and stuff like that. And like when people are like comparing how their Christmas was when they were a kid versus how Christmas are now and how times have really changed, you know, that starts to mess with people's minds as well, you know, because you don't have that togetherness with your family like you used to, you know, you guys either grown up, you know like distanced each other from each other because of certain situations that might've happened or you're, you're just not into the holidays. Like you used to be when you were a child, because you know, getting a, going to Christmas with your family, you know, when you're a kid was magical to you mm-hmm. now so much when you're a kid, when you're an adult, it's completely different. You're just like, well, fuck, that was just a bunch of bullshit. And that wasn't, <laughs> you know, like it, it plays tricks on your mind to where you think, you know, your Christmases will never be like what they used to be when you were a kid. No. But the perception of that is how you handle it, mm-hmm. especially if you're feeling depressed or stuff. You know, like we said on the previous episode, like, you know, if you're feeling a certain way, especially like when you're depressed, you know, talk to your family members, you know, talk to them, see what, see what they might have for advice on trying to get you back into that Christmas spirit um cuz you never know like i ask mom all the time like hey mom like how do you make your chicken and dumplings or how do you do this because i want a piece of my childhood that i could share with my kids that you know maybe it would it would make me go back to like being nostalgic of how great my childhood was because you know when you when you think of christmas you think of your family you think of People that you love, people that you spent time with, you know, you think of all these other things and anything else, it shouldn't really matter. Like, it's just one of those things that you, you end up, you know, wanting to, you know, bring your kids into because when you bring something that, that you have felt a part of for so long that you want to instill that in your own kids And when you feel like it's not going to happen, that's where most people start feeling, getting in their heads about like, oh, well, this Christmas is going to suck because I'm either not making enough money or I'm not doing this right. Or I'm not, you know, I'm not just in the spirit. Like, it's just, it just causes so much issues when you think a certain way, when you could easily just flip it, talk to somebody about it and possibly keep yourself from going into that depressive state <clears throat> and i get it it's really hard to talk about depression especially during the holidays because you know especially
0: to family yeah because,
1: there's a there's
0: a lot of pressure on from families to to not be depressed like what do you have to be depressed about you know and it's just like it's not that simple it's no, not a, it, it could be a whole category as, of things yeah but uh yeah it's it's not as simple as well you have this this and this it's like that clearly doesn't matter else I wouldn't be depressed, you know? Yeah. Or, like you but, could
1: have a million things and you could still be depressed.
0: So, uh, before us going down that rabbit hole, <laughs> um, that's, that, that was just kind of what kind of fueled the, the holiday thing. I was, I, you know, we were, I was just thinking of ideas. I had asked uh, David to think of stuff too, uh, for this episode. And this is what we uh, landed on. But I, I wanted to, um, uh, Wanted to ask, I guess, um, do you, how, how pressure do you feel to get gifts?
1: I, I'm, okay.
0: So, and I, I guess by who do you feel the most pressure from?
1: Um, most of the pressure that I feel is mainly with my own child. But at the same time, I've kind of taken my, taken that pressure off of myself. Letting my child know that it's not just going to be toys. So, like, like she, you, you're saying that you communicated. Yes. Wink. Go on. Um, part of the reason why I told her that I wasn't focusing mo- mainly on toys was because she has enough toys. Like, I'm sorry, you don't need to buy your kid a thousand toys for them to love you. You you know, you just need one good idea, one, one toy that, you know, that you can get them. You don't even need to get them a toy. As long as you communicate with them, I'm sure, you know...
0: It, it, it's, it's my dream to come across a child one of these days, say eight or nine or ten, and, you know, somehow the, the topic of, of uh, presents comes up. And, you know, this kid, very proud, very happy, says, I got this shirt. Look at this shirt. This is a cool shirt. I needed a new shirt. My other shirt had a hole in it. It was dirty. I played in the mud. I'm not going to play in the mud on this one because this is a nice shirt. You see this? Look at this. You see what it says? It says, I ride dragons. You know? Anything like that. Or, or oh yeah, check out these socks. I got socks, and they're warm because my feet are cold. I told my parents that my feet were cold, and they were like, hey, we we'll get you some socks. And I got some socks, and I got socks. You know? Or like a pair of tennis shoes. A pair that of tennis up. shoes. Or like, oh, man, I saw all these kids at school. They had these really cool binders, and I wanted one. And so my parents got me one. You know? Something that's not... Look at this toy. It transforms, and then I got this other toy to complement this toy, and then this other toy to complement those two other toys, and then I got a a, a, a disco ball, and I got a 55-inch TV, and a and, horse, and, you know, like, I just, I want to see that kid, and I want to see him have so much happiness from getting a, a functional gift.
1: You know, You know where you're going to see most of that?
0: Or even where? Foster, yeah, the, yeah, well, I and mean, we yeah, we touched on that. That's a that's a good place. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go crazy on gifts, do it for foster kids. Why not? You know, give them some truly magical stuff. I'm air quoting here with magical because it's like, could you imagine a kid in foster care, and like the whole the, I, you know, all the kids get it basically because it's, you know, getting. Let's just say a game system. You know or a new uh, movie that you guys have all been talking about or anything like that or, or you know, even a... Somehow, I don't know, let's just say you're rich and you buy an entire orphanage phones, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, if you're going to do that... I see that, a lot of
1: downfalls with that. I, I do too, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, it's... Like, the reason why I bring up orphanage so much is because I'm, I'm obviously I'm not an orphan or I'm not a foster kid by any means, but I actually watched, um, if you guys ever get a chance to watch this, it's a really good movie. It's with, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Um, he, it's called instant family. And, um, basically the movie, the movie concept is based on foster care and kids that go into foster care. And basically what ends up happening is his character and his, and his wife's character ends up adopting a family of three. And Basically, they they go through the really hard times of having to communicate with a 15-year-old teenager, female, and then has a boy and then has a little girl. And, like, they are just completely wreaking havoc on their houses, uh, on their house and everything. And just basically, like, they're, they're thinking about throwing in the towel, but then they also realize, you know, hey, they're just doing this because... It's what it's what they want to do. Like, they don't think we're going to keep these kids for very much longer. So part of the issue, part of the stuff that made it real for me is seeing all the stuff that they carry or that they end up coming to their house with all in trash bags, essentially. Pretty much. Like, basically, their whole entire life is in one bag. And that's what made it real for me because, you know, I look in my room, like, when I'm sitting in my room alone... And I realize you know like i got I got quite a bit of stuff for for just myself, you know, I got my bed, I got my entertainment center, I got my you know the list goes on right, but to to put myself in a position where a foster kid literally has nothing but a sack with all their clothes, everything that they'll ever need, and stuff like that like it's heart <coughs> it's heartbreaking because you know you think a kid would a kid that would be going through foster care would have a little bit more stuff, but it's just not in the budget. No. Like that's the, that's the one thing that's like
0: really. And like even just, uh, you know, not so much stuff, but like just memorable stuff. Like, you know, like uh, let's just say like trophies or pictures or anything like that. You know, it doesn't have to be necessarily be toys or whatnot, but like the fact that, yeah, it sounds like it's more or less just clothes. Like what else am I going to bring? You
1: know, like, well in the movie it all they also get a teddy bear for each court visit. Like whenever their parents are are showing up to like try to get custody of them they they either like like I said in the in the movie they get a teddy bear. Please tell me at no point in this movie
0: you like peer into a room and there's like 50 fucking teddy bears cuz that would just Well no be they have a
1: they have a trash bag full of teddy bears.
0: Oh Jesus Christ
1: for every visit to the court system but you know it's just it's just one of those things it's like you know if you have the opportunity like even even if you go through your kids toys that he's not even playing with or her you know like i said equal opportunity but like if you go through your kids toys and stuff and you see a bunch of toys that this kid's not playing with you know don't necessarily throw them out or sell them to on marketplace and facebook or whatever you know be be kind and just donate to foster care or yeah, I donate even, to kids with with more needs. I wouldn't even take it to, like,
0: stuff because those guys, I, I really don't agree with the way stuff does their business. Like, especially the donated portion. Like, I understand the consignment part. You know, people are trying to make money. But anything that's donated shouldn't be retail price. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it... it There's no way I go in and see it lit. I'm just taking a video game because that's the only one I have super knowledge on. Actually, clothes. Let's just say it's like a Tommy Hilfiger shirt or something like that, right? And they're trying to sell this shirt that's used, like someone, some kid, some adult, some team, whatever, has sweat, you know, or rain or whatever on this shirt. And they're trying to sell it for 20 bucks. Like, fuck you, dude. How about five at most? And even that's a little too pricey because it's a used shirt. But anyway, um, we're, yeah, we're coming up on our hour here. We're probably just going to take a quick little break and then come right back and uh, record a little bit more because I'm I'm still talkative.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm still talkative, too. All
0: right. So, yeah, we're going to be right back. Uh, For you, it'll be an instant, you know. For us,
1: it'll probably be about a couple minutes.
0: Yeah, I got to pee. You got to pee? I got to pee. You know what's great about living on a farm? or Well, on farmland? I just go outside and pee.
1: Yeah, that's usually exhilarating. Oh, man, so nice.
0: I mean, it's cold. So the cold on your window. Yeah, but is... just the
1: breeze that goes in between. Ah, I just got a <laughs> shiver. No, no, I
0: hate, I hate, I, if it's super windy outside, I'll, I'll rethink it. I'll be like, man, fine, I'll use the bathroom, <laughs> you
1: know? Or just use a coffee can.
0: Jeez. Anyway, <laughs> we'll see you guys in a second. Alrighty, my bladder is empty. So is mine. Good. We both peed outside. It was fun. We weren't together though. That's that's kind of weird. It's yeah.
1: He went one area. I went in the other. Right. Like we basically had to have a treasure map to find a, find each other. <laughs> you know, because this place is so big. Oh yeah. <laughs> I reenacted. She it. said. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, god. no I,
0: I tried reenacting um, what it would be like for a woman to just newly have the male genitals and just like trying to pee with it
1: oh, oh god <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Jack black in welcome and welcome to Jumanji,
0: the yeah that was <laughs> i I imagine you know uh, a lot of women probably are they have a little bit of envy for that just for just for that purpose and probably also the not having to deal with periods but you know just there's, there's a lot of usefulness. Yeah. But anyway,
1: uh, we're back to holidays. It's kind of like the meme where the baby elephant is just shaking her trunk around. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, so, uh, back to the holidays. I wanted to ask you, have you bought any gifts lately? Or for, for anybody? yet?
1: <clears throat> um, as of right now, I have not. And the reason, reason being is because... Um, since we started this, I used to work for Pizza Hut. And when I say I used to, I no longer work for Pizza Hut. Um, part of the reason is because I have gotten a new job. And it's a far better pay. And I don't necessarily have to worry about being so stressed. And what is this job, David? Um, I am officially going to be starting on the 16th of December. I will become a correctional officer for IMCC, which is Iowa Medical Classification Center.
0: Sorry. I am proud of you for that. I really am. Because you've, that's what you've always been talking about. (laughs) Ever since you got back from Texas, basically. Honestly,
1: Honestly, this job I've been wanting since I was a child.
0: Right, and that's because your mom, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. My mom is actually an active correctional officer for the state of Iowa. Um, I will actually be working in the same facility that she works at. All
0: right, well, that's good. But uh, I don't know if we can air this or not, but um, do they know that you guys are related? They do. Okay, that's good, because that was one of the giant hurdles that you had to overcome, especially with uh, trying to apply to the the same place that your mom was well like
1: well like i told you when me and you used to work together um i want to get the job based on my merit not right. because not because my mom works there or because she knows all the officers and that she's well respected i wanted to get the job based on myself it was always so surprising
0: that you weren't getting the job based on your experience in the field i mean you were a you were this you were a correctional officer in texas <laughs> like I'm sure it's not as bad as the whole world would probably think of that. But if the whole world thinks, oh, man, really? (laughs) In Texas? You know, like, how does that not kind of guarantee you a job? Like, it's weird. Because not only that, but you're a big, intimidating guy. And, like, idealistically, in everybody's mind, when they think of a, a, I'm just going to use the layman's term, a prison guard, you know, um, they think of someone who can really handle the situation. So it's like if I was sitting in that interview room, and I'm I'm needing you know a correctional officer, and you walk in, I'm like hired, <laughs> <laughs> like wait, wait 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 talk for me, and then if you start it's like hi how's it going, I'd be like oh, maybe not. Do you have a a more authoritative yeah
1: voice? Mm-hmm. It's like no, <laughs> then uh, just um, just have him in the front line and just don't <laughs> have him talk. Put duct tape over his mouth. Tape. <laughs>
0: Duct tape over his mouth and then a fake beard That just covers everything So that way.
1: <laughs> no it's actually um, How I got the job was not based on my Experience which it should Again it should sure. But they take experience into consideration um, <laughs> But um, From what I know Is that they also look at degrees They look at veterans um, People that have served in the military they also look at how you dress and how groomed you are. Meaning, if you look like a ragamuffin, they're not going to hire you. Ragamuffin. Um, so basically, cut the beard. You know. You know. You finely tune your facial facial uh, oh. features and also get a goddamn haircut. Happy. Speaking of,
0: I haven't gotten any gifts, but I apparently got my own gift for me because I know me so well. <laughs> I got a beard comb, a heated one, one that straightens your beard. I actually used it. Can you tell?
1: Um, I can't tell that it's
0: straight. Well, I I kind of talked it over with Tori a little bit, and she said, well, I, I think the more you use it, the more effective it'll be, because, I mean, like, I had a curly beard. I it think... was hard to get this anywhere near down, but if you saw a side-by-side, you could definitely see a difference.
1: But... I think the longer your beard gets, the more you'll be able to tell. Oh,
0: yeah. I I, I survived for the first time no shave November. First time. I had hair on my neck. <laughs> I hate hair on my neck. I I did that. I finally did it after years. Well, and the thing is, the thing that helps is Panera Bread doesn't care about beards, which is crazy. Like, I've, I intentionally grew out a beard just to see if they would tell me to shave it didn't tell me nothing. I said, "Well, I mean, you keep it pretty well groomed." And I'm sitting here looking at myself in the mirror wanting this item thinking, "How the hell is this what? This is this is all over the place. This looks bad. Like I would not eat food that I gave myself."
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, but, imagine imagine if I was working there. You know how long I had my goatee?
0: Right? And then your big fro. <laughs> but yeah, um I haven't gotten any gifts either, uh, but uh, I am also a part of Secret Santa at Panera Bread, and I got someone who I don't know, like, super well. I mean, I talked to her. We've, you know, been outside. We've smoked a few cigarettes together and, you know, whatnot, but the age difference is huge. It's like 20 years, so I don't know what she's into. I don't know what she wants, so I was, like, immediately thinking, I'd just get her a gift card. Like, you know, the the lazy person's gift. Here's money. You spend it on what you want, but honestly, money is like a really good gift.
1: Yeah, because it has multiple uses.
0: Right. It, you know, it's not. It's it won't be some now,
1: random. Now, when I say multiple uses, doesn't mean that you could wipe your ass with it. Okay. I mean, it just means you could buy whatever you want. I'm
0: assuming that's what would happen if you gave here's a twenty dollars. Here's twenty dollars, uh, Mister Rich Billionaire. It's like, thanks. I just went to the bathroom. You know they don't
1: care about let that. Let me clean little. myself up a little bit.
0: Oh look, my dog's got some caviar on her. On her. yo, let me wipe that off. You know, <laughs> but anyway, no, honestly, I, it, it does seem like a lazy thing. But in the, in the you know grand scheme of things, if you give someone money instead of a gift, you're a hundred percent guaranteeing that they're going to use that on something they need, or want, or want. A hundred percent. There's no way you can fuck that up. There's no way they'll return something that they buy for themselves. (laughs) Unless you really know the person and you really know
1: their sense of humor. Well,
0: and that's the other half of that. When I get gifts for someone, it is because I saw it out of the corner of my eye in like a Spencer's. (laughs) But anywhere, I'll see it and I'll think of that person and I'll be like, yes. And if I have the money, I get it. And I give it to that person. And I'd much rather give you a gift in the middle of May, <laughs> then give you a gift that's been pressured or, you know, pressured from all of, yeah, all of America to give it to you on December 25th. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to feel pressure anyway. And I'm sure nobody wants to feel pressure in this day and age of, you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, getting a, a getting a gift that has meaning, even a, a side joke or an inside story kind of thing you know those are the best gifts because then i'll look at that gift and just remember and giggle or laugh i don't know who gave
1: you a good good laughing gift but i always got shit
0: well you know you've gotten me gifts in the past
1: yeah
0: which uh you know i i don't want to feel like less of a friend i haven't gotten have i gotten you anything i feel really bad about asking this question now
1: You've loaned me money once or twice.
0: Okay, see, that's a good gift. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's he's gotten me several things that I still actually use. Uh, my Vikings hat. I still got that. <laughs> Whatever, dude. dude. Let's not get into... Alright, you want to get into sports? You want to get into sports right now? I think
1: we should just stick with, to the holidays.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. <clears throat> anyway.
1: Dallas Cowboys.
0: Oh, yeah. Fucking, anyway. they're in the midst of no okay not gonna get into it okay (laughs) uh, I know focus I know that David has given me shit throughout the years for loving my team which is the Minnesota Vikings so now it's just time to flip the script (laughs) anyway so yeah gifts everybody
1: wants one but uh,
0: you know not everybody gets
1: one Sometimes you just don't have enough money for it. Most times. Jeez. Well, yeah, that that was also part of the thing that I wanted to say is that, like, for me, I don't care. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's bad luck or just a shitty draw. Every time that I, like, it comes around holidays, I stress about it because I'm like, okay, what's going to go wrong this time that I'm not going to have enough money to buy a gift for either my daughter, you know, my mom, or... Whoever I'm with, like if it's a significant other or whatnot, you know, like something it never fails. It just it always happens. And even if you plan for it, it always ends up falling through where you just don't have enough money to do it or you have to purchase it at a later time. Or even if you try to place the order or whatever at an early time, it just something always ends up happening. And that's why I get tired of it. Of of thinking about the holidays and just say, you know what? I'm going to buy a gift when I want to buy a goddamn gift.
0: And that's the beauty of that. And honestly, it's just how everybody should be, you know? You want to give a truly meaningful gift, give it on a day that they're not expecting it. And, you know, Christmas, everybody's expecting a gift. So what's so special about that?
1: Also, on that note, for those of you that are looking forward to this Valentine's Day, Damn, dude, you're already there. You're worse no, than no, no, Walmart, No, no no, man. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to point this out because because Valentine's Day is overly like celebrated amongst lovers and you know whatever. Um, that doesn't excuse the fact of oh, I'm gonna buy her these flowers just because she likes these type of flowers. You know, how about you be a good boyfriend and just buy her. Buy her flowers just because. See,
0: you're jumping into the territory of how I feel about certain holidays. And this is over the span of a bunch of different holidays, actually. Valentine's Day being the one that really kicked it off. This whole notion of, oh, yeah, we have this romantic thing, you know, set up. We're going to go to this dinner. We're going to go see this movie. We're going to go see this play or whatever. And all I think is, yeah, you and 50 million people are doing that right now. What the fuck is so special about that? What makes your relationship different than those 50 million people that are also celebrating their love? Like, no, you, need, you don't need one specific day to dump all of your aff- affection and emotions into. You need to do that sporadically over the course of your entire relationship. And that goes for, and I know I'm going to get flack for this, probably from you and anybody else who's listening, Mother's Day and Father's Day.
1: I, I kinda have no no quarrel with uh Mother's Day. Father's Day is kinda loosely for me because like I don't I don't expect I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because um I know how hard um my ex works and I know how hard my mom works and everything. I don't expect anything on Father's Day. Like I don't I really honestly don't expect anything because you know I I'm just I'm just happy with the fact that I'm a father. I'm just happy with the fact that I have a child that literally calls me dad every day. Like, to me, that's a gift in itself. The fact that I haven't killed a human being yet that is my kid is a celebration of myself. (laughs) Only because (laughs) I have made some choices that I'm not proud of. I have not killed you
0: yet, young one. (laughs) I'm very proud of this. You (laughs) could have been dead
1: several years ago.
0: Like... But like, you are alive here yeah, now with me.
1: Like when you think about it, you know, like I'm not, I'm not in any way, shape, or form like um, comparing kids to pets or anything. But when you had like a, <laughs> when you had like yes, a, they are. I'm no, I'm going to interrupt the fuck out of you right now. Kids when, are pets that
0: just learn how to talk. Okay, that's what they are. That's what kids are. Okay.
1: But what tell I'm, me I'm wrong. But what I'm saying is, when you're a kid. And you're, like, taking care of a goldfish. And that goldfish ends up dying. What do you normally do? You don't I, have a fucking funeral for I it. mean, I
0: don't flush kids down the toilet and go get another one.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but what I'm saying is The is only that, other way kids are not like pets. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm just saying, what? like, growing up and pets... Um, you, know, you end up, like, not feeding a pet for a while and it ends up dying or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things... <laughs> It's just one of those things that, like, I'm proud to say that, hey, I'm raising my kid right. You know,
0: so I'm laughing so much because I'm just going off in my own head about, like, okay, so when a pet dies, there's a grieving time, right? You know, everybody's sad. And then what do you end up doing? You get another pet. Yeah. What do parents do if they lose a child? I, I'm not trying to really, like... You're not you trying know, to be cynical. I, yeah. And, and, you know, I know that this... It, I'm sorry... Of to anybody who's gone through this, but often they think about having another child, which in effect is the exact same thing as when you lose your pet. I know yeah. it's it's bad, but it's one of my unpopular opinions. I'm not I'm not going to fight you to the death on this or anything like that. It's just a funny way to look at it.
1: But um, he's not poking fun <laughs> at dead children. He no, just, he's Christ. just he's just trying to. Trying to, like... I'm drawing a funny
0: parallel between pets and kids. That's all that is. That's all you really need to think about. You don't have to go in and call me some baby hater or whatever. Anyway, I was also thinking while we were talking, we're talking about other holidays. So we're not off topic at all. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: we said the holidays. We didn't say Christmas. I mean, we kind of started it off with that. But, you know in general holidays this yeah this is what we're talking about now 16 minutes into the next part of this episode
1: i'm pretty sure we're going to hit 2 hours
0: i'm i'm sure we will we might have to cut it i don't know i i always worry that when our episodes are too long people won't listen for this long
1: you know you know what's a really popular um even even in america what's a more celebrated um festival I'm calling it a festival because I don't believe it's a holiday. Is it National Taco Day? No. <laughs> okay, what? But it is
0: related. Oh, oh, I know what you're going to say. Day of the Dead. Oh, actually, I, I yeah, but yeah, Day of the Dead. I was thinking Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really bastardized frickin'. Well, so is St. Patty's Day. Oh, God. Those are just days to drink. That's Americans, just stop bullshitting, okay? <laughs> you just want a day to drink. Aside from any other day that you drink. You just want... I right, it's socially acceptable to drink six pints of fucking Guinness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's, social, it's socially uh, acceptable to piss in the fucking river. Because they're going to die a green
0: anyway. Exactly. So... <laughs> oh my god, yeah. No, okay. You know what? We should have started this whole thing off with this. Because I, I have so much to say about all the holidays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, what I, but what I mean is like... Most of the people that have seen... Like I, I think it's it's uh, culturally uh, more explored because, since I don't want to say it's because of a movie, Coco. Coco
0: really does. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. It really does shed a lot of light on that holiday.
1: Yeah, and like you know,
0: but that's I, for dumb Americans like myself who's like, "Ooh, me no learn unless it's children's movie." Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, like so. it's it's stupid, but at the same time, like. You know, most most uh, Hispanic cultures, like, they, they celebrate their family that have passed over by hanging up pictures and by um, creating their favorite foods when they were alive. And that's one way that they feel closer to them. You know, it, it's a beautiful holiday, but at the same time, it's also depressing. Right, but that's the thing. That's the beauty of that
0: holiday. They're not depressed. Yeah. They're not depressed at all. In fact, they're extremely happy on that day. And you know, anybody else in the world that would think of it, it's 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 kinda like a memorial day. Yeah. You know? Everybody's had on Memorial Day. Yeah. To tell me I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh but on on the day of the dead, uh what's what's the actual name? Um
1: Dios Muertos.
0: Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um that's that is purely happy. It's it's all just happy memories. It's all just like what they gave to us while they were alive. It's not thinking about what we don't have anymore. It's a beautiful holiday. I love it a lot. Um, I don't celebrate it um, because I haven't been able to get past that barrier to think only happy when I'm thinking of people I've lost.
1: Yeah, and, like, and I'm not going to say that, like, I celebrate Day of the Dead because I don't because I was never brought up in the Mexican culture. I was only brought up in the American culture.
0: And that's and yeah.
1: And honestly, like... I've, I've actually been to a day of the day of the dead celebration with my family in West Liberty because majority of the people in West Liberty are all all Hispanic, regardless if you're from, um, Puerto Rico, Cuba, you know, they have it all there. Mm -hmm. Um, but like the thing that I love so much about my, my dad's, my father's side of the family is that the, the togetherness there like they all lean on each other f- through hard times. And the other thing is is that like if you cry, you're not going to be, you know, oh, what's up pussy? No, right. it's not like that. They they understand why you're crying, but at the same time they're there to let you know they're okay.
0: Right. And that's that might be a misconception from what I said earlier. It's not like it's like you said, it's not frowned upon to be sad on that day. But it just yeah. seems like the majority of people That I've ever seen or talk about, you know, uh, Day of the Dead. It's all fond memories. It's like, oh man, you should have seen it this last year. We did this because our fucking uncle did this shit. Oh man, it was so awesome. And it's like I I don't hear a shred of negativity, you know, negativity at all. And it's it's amazing. And honestly, I, I might start celebrating it.
1: And and I'm pretty sure if some of my family members were listening to this, they have a bunch of stories about me. With my uncle Chapo, ah, um, know, a, a couple, a couple other family members. The uncle's and stuff. always the coolest. <laughs> well, like I'll even share this one story because it's really near and dear to me, um, and it happened a lot. Um, since I wasn't really accustomed to eating a lot of their the Spanish foods that my aunt would make, my aunt Juanita, um, or in Spanish it's tía Juanita, um, so. Um, since I wasn't accustomed to eating, eating most of their food because it was either too fucking hot or just too weird for me. Right. Um, it was either, or one or the other, but, um, so my uncle, anytime I came over, my uncle Chapo, he would be like, Hey, like, what's up uncle. And like, obviously he spoke more Spanish than he knew English. And he said, uh, get us pizza. And I, I just start laughing and I was just like, Yeah. Yeah, I want pizza, and so like he would start laughing. He's like, "Okay, let's go." He's like, "Okay, okay, vembaka," and, and like we would walk to the walk across the street to Casey's, and he'd get me a pepperoni pizza mm. instead of me having to try to eat the Spanish food that was either too spicy for me or that's, whatever. That's awesome. And the thing that would oh, I always get fucking uh, joked around with is like. Oh, David, David, ¿Quieres pizza? ¿Quieres pizza? (laughs) And so, like, everybody was... I I always thought that was a dick move, but at the same time, I... Like, growing up now, I think of it as, like, Oh, well, I was a fucking asshole because they had to eat this food, and I had pizza. (laughs) (laughs) And so, like... And so, like, when I... um, My uncle was diagnosed with bone cancer, like, it kind of broke my heart because, you know, who's gonna buy me that pizza? But, I, you know, I, this is just me being funny about it. But right. at the same time, like, when when he passed away, my aunt says, hey, I want you to come over for Day of the Dead. But she said it in Spanish, and I didn't know Spanish, but my cousins translate it for me to let them know, hey, my aunt wants you to come over for Day of the Dead. Um, because we do a celebration of life for all of our family members that have passed on. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I talked to my mom about it. I told her, like, what? what my aunt said and she's like okay yeah sure so when day of the dead soon enough arrived i went to my my aunt's house and like they're all dressed up in makeup and everything like the typical not not the bullshit fucking um jack skellington shit like actual day of the dead makeup which is phenomenal even a gay guy would like oh that's so sweet (laughs) um but anyways um but they're like, would you like us to do a makeup for you? And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. And what they did is they did the my my high school colors are, are blue and white. And so they did a royal blue with a white with a white face. And no, that's not racist by the <laughs> way. Uh, anyway. I just want to point that out. Anyway. <laughs> um they did um they did like a clown face of white and then drew designs all over my face. And the royal blue. And like well, black and then accented it with royal blue. Oh, nice! That's which cool. I thought was really fucking cool. And so I'm like, oh, you know, this is an awesome I'm thing. getting
0: images of Jeff Hardy. <laughs> like, yeah. anyway, go ahead. But
1: um, but no, when 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 they celebrate, they started off with prayer. They started off hoping that the spirits can hear them and the ofrenda, which is technically an altar that has all the pictures of all the all the family members that had passed away. Um, they, they always pray in front of the afunda, And so basically, um, letting them know, Hey, we're thinking about you. Hey, you know, hopefully you're here to celebrate this time with us and stuff like that. So, um, the whole entire time that we we're having a festival in in my aunt's living room, you know, praying and hoping that they hear us, you know, they have food set out for them, like their favorite food, you know, stuff that. Like, whether they got awards at a factory or stuff like that, you know, <clears throat> their own personal achievements that they have made, mm-hmm. you know, are is sitting right next to their pictures. And, you know, um, one time I got, like, really sad because, like, I missed my uncle. And then, um, you know, I got really sad and my aunt says, hey, 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 your uncle's here with you. Your uncle's here to let you know that he's okay. And, like, when I when I realized, like, what this holiday really meant it was togetherness just like how christmas is supposed to be but with the people that have passed on the other side Mm -hmm. and like you know feeling feeling the presence of all my family members that are that are going through going through this time and not a lick of them are even (coughs) crying at this point you know it's like a big giant party like not like a kegger, like, Woo, yeah, we're gonna fuck this place up. No. Like, Save a mile. <laughs> like no, like it's not like some white guy walking around like, hey Ted, like, oh, come on, donkey. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Like you know, it's just more or less like they They basically take all of the family and they they support each other through a time that they realize that the the people have passed. But you're also sharing stories about what they did with their life and like the good memories that they had with that specific person. Me, all those stories were about pizza. <laughs> and all those stories were about, like, oh, David, want to get pizza? <laughs> get pepperoni pizza? And it's just like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> That's awesome. And the funny thing was, is that they actually bought me. A pizza from Casey's. I hope
0: they still do that. Like, I hope if you were to ever do that again, (laughs) they just have this pizza... Like you're looking at the food, like now you're an adult and you actually like, damn, that looks really good,
1: you know. You know what my fear is? What? When I pass away and they put my picture on the frenda, they're just... gonna have a fucking pizza. <laughs> they're gonna do it,
0: dude. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're gonna, gonna have... do it.
1: I wanna make sure.
0: Okay? <laughs> if you go before me, I'm gonna celebrate Day of the Dead and I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pepperoni pizza. Casey's pepperoni pizza right there on the mantle. It's like, There you go, that's for you, man.
1: And then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna watch you like, oh well, he's not gonna eat it. Well, he's not here. <laughs>
0: He'll understand. And I know you'll be standing there in ethereal form, just going, "Mother, you better enjoy that. <laughs> you better eat all of it. <laughs> or, or better yet, it's like, dude, I got inside knowledge. You're, you're, I'm gonna see you in a week.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: see." See what they put out for you. <laughs> and then I'll just be,
0: I'll tromp up there and be like, what's up, David? How's it going? How's that pizza, jackass? <laughs> it's
1: like, oh, it was good. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that's, that's what it's supposed to mean when somebody passes over is that you're supposed to remember the good times.
0: And that's, that's hard for me because the only person really that I've, well, I shouldn't say the only person, but the closest person to me to ever pass was my dad. And, yeah. um, Hell, unf- I, f- I unf- can
1: share a story with you about your dad.
0: Well, I know, I know you can cause yeah. you've met him. You know what sucks? Tori's never met my dad.
1: And that does suck.
0: That does suck. Okay. Like I know my dad had his, his downsides, his, his, uh, shortcomings and stuff like that. He wasn't a perfect person. In fact, some would probably say he was kind of a dick sometimes. Okay. I'm completely okay with that because they knew him a lot longer than I knew him. You know, I knew him for 26 years. There are people out there that knew him his entire life. Okay. I don't know what he was like before I was six. Let's just say that's when I can, that earliest I can remember. But I I just, I, I have an image burned into my head that I cannot get past when I think of my dad. It'll start out with all these good memories and all these pictures of good things, and it'll eventually end with the, you know, him. After he died. And I can't get that out of my head. It's really hard for me. I feel like though. If I were to celebrate Day of the Dead. Um, I think that would help me actually. In the right. long run. I think after you know a couple years of doing that. Maybe even the first year. It could it could just help me. And I, yeah. I could just have better, better uh, processing of the situation. Or, or of what happened. Well, uh, than it's what not, i currently it's have. not only
1: that but like if you if you were to incorporate people that actually knew him like in a good light like not necessarily not necessarily like to like sugarcoat shit but no. like just <clears throat> honest people that had enjoyed him being around the first year i don't know if you
0: were a part of that the first year after he passed i we did a memorial for dad on his there. birthday i was actually uh, there. we were at at the reservoir. I'm pretty sure that was the first year that we did that. And we had everybody that, that wanted to come that knew dad that I got to invite anyway, uh, to come and, and you know, talk about him and whatnot. And I guess in a way, memorials are kind of like day of the deads. Cause you know, when you meet people that you didn't know, but your dad did, or the person that passed away, it's nice to hear certain, you know, stories, different sides of him and stuff like that. But again, you know, um, I've, I've all, I grew up a, a mama's boy, really, you know, it wasn't until I got to teenager that I started getting to know my dad more and getting closer to my dad and just basically realizing, holy crap, this is my best friend, you know, um, like you feel like you've missed all that time
1: to actually get to know your dad.
0: Exactly. Um, but you know, when I hear my mom talk about him, um, that she's going to be the one that knows the most because she was with him, you know? Uh, for my entire life, pretty much. I mean, they they got to get you, you anyway. Uh, but it's it's okay to know that they weren't perfect people. And right. In fact, it's 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 a benefit to know that they weren't perfect um, because it doesn't it doesn't later get you into the mind frame of well shit, man. My dad never went through this stuff. Why am I going through this? It's like no, actually, dad did go through this stuff. It's yeah. like oh, thank God, <laughs> like. At least at least he was going through it. But but yeah, day Day of the Dead, I, I really I really like that holiday. I like the concept and uh, I I'm sure this sounds super I guess privileged that I'm that I want to adopt it into my, you know, yearly and whatever see, but
1: And see that's the thing is that <clears throat> um, like you're not gonna get like a bunch of people sitting out in front of your yard protesting you for wanting to celebrate Day of the Dead.
0: No, and that's the beautiful thing about, well, I'm going to go with, well, certain holidays that we celebrate as Americans that make no sense for Americans to celebrate, you know what I mean, Yeah. technically, um, is those people don't care that we're doing that. I mean, don't get me wrong, it seems like every holiday that Americans touch, just turn it into goo, you know, and just bastardize it and try to beat it for money and whatnot. St. Patrick's Day. Cinco de mayo, Mardi Gras, you know all this stuff it's just a it's just a cash grab, yeah, but the originators the the cultures that created this they're they're fine they're gonna go and do it their way the right way or or you know however they want but it, and again it it go it goes back to there really is no wrong way to celebrate holidays, yeah, there really is it's, no. It's wrong all, way to do anything.
1: It's all about your interpretation of that holiday. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody has a different way of interpreting that specific holiday.
0: <clears throat> now, that's not to say, though, I I truly feel if you're going to celebrate a holiday, you should learn about that holiday. And if you want to celebrate it exactly how the originators did it, fine. But I just implore you to at least know the backstory. At least that. Okay? You know? like Valentine's Day that was because this uh uh church guy I I don't know what he was no, really you know? yeah is it Valentino I don't know I don't know I don't think it is but anyway he uh he would marry people that could otherwise not get married and he got caught for doing that
1: but but so he, he was so he was the original you know Cupid
0: yeah kind of no, no
1: way. No, <laughs> I mean he didn't force love on people like bitch,
0: <laughs> you're in love now. Why? Ooh, right in the eye. But uh, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna celebrate a holiday, learn the learn exactly where it came from. Yeah. And that way, if you are celebrating it in a completely different way, and someone calls you out, you can at least tell them, "Hey, I know exactly how this is doing. Like, I know exactly how I'm what I'm supposed to be doing. I just choose not to." Yeah. It's like that's fine. You know what you're doing. You know where it came from. I just I appreciate the knowledge, like you knowing where this came from. Like any, I, I if if I'm wrong on something, call me out. If if you know you're wrong on something, I'll try to call you out. But uh, the knowledge needs to be there. It needs to, everybody needs it, especially for holidays.
1: Yeah, because like you don't want to misconstrue something to the point where you're actually offending another person if they have a specific way that they they do things and you actually introduce them into your home and trying to celebrate that holiday Mm -hmm. like i'm not i'm not saying everybody's going to be stuck up about it you know there are going to be those people that are okay or open-minded about it um it's just one of those things that like not so much to take like not so much to like you know harsh your own stuff like just just to accommodate somebody else but just be like, hey, look, I celebrate it this way. You know, if you don't feel comfortable with that, I do that's, apologize. That's but that is my way of doing things. I wouldn't
0: even apologize. It's just like you do you, I'm going to do me. I mean, it's okay to disagree with people. It's okay. You do not have to force your opinion on anybody. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, there's just, you just do do what you want but be mindful be at least you know well versed in what you're doing you know what i mean that's all i'm saying
1: yeah as long as as long as you have an understanding of what the true holiday is supposed to be and how, why it's why like where it comes from and what originated from it that would be the best course of action is like to at least know something about what you're celebrating.
0: Right, because, uh, and this is, you know, I, I talked about those other holidays uh, in December. Those are December holidays, by the way, way back when we first started. These were all December holidays. Um, Kwanzaa. I didn't know what Kwanzaa meant. I didn't even know what it was. And I had the ignorant thought that it was just, a, you know, an African-American, or just African, I should say, uh, holiday. I mean, it kind of is, but... Also, I I feel better knowing exactly what it is, you know, instead of just having this, you know... Stigma. ...general, somewhat, you know, I'll say racist, you know, idea of what it is. Because, you know, I'm sure people have way too many times just thought, oh, well, you know, that's a black person. They celebrate Kwanzaa. It's like, no, what? Why the fuck would you say that, you know? Like so but anyway, uh we're coming up on an, an hour and thirty eight minutes now. <laughs> and uh I hope you guys have enjoyed uh us ranting and, and talking about just about anything and everything. Um but I'm glad that we evolved into other holidays because Valentine's Day is stupid.
1: And I can I can agree um to a certain extent that Uh, that valentine's is stupid but at the same time like the the reason why i would not celebrate it is just based on the fact that if if you're if you're just using that day as an excuse of like oh well i'm just gonna get her flowers and just be done with the rest of the year
0: yeah i'm gonna get some brownie points
1: like no like that shouldn't even be that shouldn't even be a reason why you would celebrate that and proposing
0: day. on Valentine's Day. It's like, I guarantee you there's 16 million other people who are doing this. Yeah. I don't know. There's like, nothing special about something if everybody's doing it.
1: Like, if you want if you want that day to really mean something, do something out of the ordinary. Do something that's an original thought. Hell, have a home-cooked meal.
0: And don't even do it on Valentine's Day. Do it any day. Do it on fucking uh, Wednesday at 2 a p.m. You know, while she's on her lunch break or while he's on his lunch break or whoever. Like, it's not just a man for a woman holiday, really.
1: Honestly, but. and here's another idea that I think would be beneficial for Valentine's Day. Even if it is on Valentine's Day. This, I think, would, would be more of a of a better idea. Instead of having a delivery man deliver your flowers, go to that person's work. Go to that person's work actually make the card yourself Mm. that actually tells that person how you feel about them. Like, like show the effort that you're not just going to just buy her flowers and chocolates and a little teddy bear or whatever, whatever you decide to buy, you know, make something that is from your heart to give to that person that you love, you know, show them that you, that they actually mean something to you by, by, I don't know, by either making a making a card or you know, um I don't I really I'm really not sure. Like
0: like just anything that has original a, thought, yeah, really.
1: Like write write like a letter to them, like a love letter. Oh
0: man. That's that's a big one. Uh <coughs> handwritten notes are a thing of the past. And when you do it now nowadays, it is treasured. So yeah. Take that <laughs> and like, wrap that up in a tiny handmade bow and give wanna, that to them. Like a scroll. You like, if off. you
1: really want to take it back to the old days, remember when you, like, this could be a guy or a girl, not saying specific. Not in the old days, unfortunately. Not specific. <laughs> you know, you even know this, James. You know that girl that you liked in class and you wanted to write a note and just pass it?
0: Ah, note yeah.
1: passing. Note passing. Like,
0: you legit, know it. When you said back in the old days, I was I was thinking, yeah, yeah, we should definitely sacrifice some goats. Uh. <laughs> okay, well, not, that's not where I was taking it. But well, I mean, I'm sacrificing
1: this goat in the name of love. <laughs> in love,
0: <laughs> look, baby, look at the altar. Look, I spelled out your name.
1: In <laughs> <laughs> the goat's blood.
0: Yeah, and then there she is, just
1: oh, <laughs> you know? more like mortified, like Aah.
0: back back in the day when things were simpler. You could no, just like, you could just kill an animal and spell out your love's blood, you know, name. And I blood. actually have
1: a, I actually have a, a story about killing animals.
0: I do. do I want to hear it. Is it cruel? I don't want to end this on a bad note. It's,
1: it's part of Mexican culture, uh, and it's not a hundred percent bad. It's not a hundred percent. It's probably about eighty-five.
0: <laughs> uh, can we save it for the next episode?
1: Yes, we're gonna. It's gonna we'll be. We'll start about, off. It's gonna be about food.
0: We'll. St- Okay, perfect. All right, there you go. Next episode, the thing I live for, literally, food.
1: Because we have to eat in order to Well, yeah,
0: but, you know, when you really think about it, what are we here for? Uh, To eat. Sleep. Sleep.
1: Fart.
0: Yeah, we do need to do that. We do.
1: Um, Women
0: fart, by the way. (laughs) Um, All of them. Even if you call it a, what, a foo-foo? Is that what they call it? (laughs) Oh, I don't find I could too so. like what? what the fuck? I guarantee you the chick that says that or the petite dude that says that they are ripping them at home. they are they yeah. close that door, drop their keys, drop whatever, and they sigh and and then they feel much better, but anyway,
1: that's kind of like guys on the first date. oh man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you remember your, your first date? Ah, oh.
1: were you were you felt like a choir boy that couldn't fart?
0: <laughs> I haven't gone on too many first dates. <laughs> dating dating is weird. Anyway, so yeah, next episode we're gonna be talking about food. Um, anything really? It's just gonna be a food filled episode. What we like to eat, some local places we like to go. Uh, you know, for me
1: it'd be cultured because of the Hispanic heritage that uh, that derives around. Tacos and stuff. There you go. Um, Also, Mexican food is always best to talk about because Mm. when it's authentic, it's real.
0: That's true. And there is, like, no place that has
1: authentic. That's where you're wrong.
0: Well, we'll talk about it next time on the next episode of The Hook featuring James and David. I'm James. And I'm David. See you guys next time.
1: Bye.